COVID-19 is being studied like no other disease in history. We need to be hopeful about these, these findings, of course, but they are preliminary. A recent study suggests the globally predominant strain is more infectious than the original. Hello, this is Vivek Goel. I'm a public health physician and a professor at the Dalalana School of Public Health. This University of Toronto podcast will be giving you ongoing updates on what's next for the pandemic from my perspective. Today, I'm going to be talking about what we mean when we say decisions are based on science or evidence. We often believe that science is definitive and there's a single universal truth, but it's confusing because the science seems to be constantly changing around COVID-19. Let's think about how the scientific method traditionally works. Scientists generate a hypothesis, they plan an experiment, they collect data and analyze it, and then draw a conclusion. They submit the results for peer review, which are then published for other scientists to review. There's never a single scientific truth. There can be competing theories on the same topic that need to be tested and compared. People have different approaches to planning and designing their experiments. The methods that are taken, the data that are collected can vary. Particularly when we do research on human subjects, we can get very different results, for example, based on the populations that are studied. And even when we do exactly the same experiment multiple times, statistically, there will be a distribution of results. And some studies may be positive and others may be negative. Science accumulates over time. And what's important is the synthesis that's done over time and the conclusions that are reached out of academic debate. Evidence-based medicine got introduced to address how science should work in medicine. The approaches involved creating a hierarchy of evidence, placing randomized controlled trials at the pinnacle of the hierarchy, which is appropriate for making decisions about things like drug therapies, but not always appropriate for many other decisions that might be made. As well, randomized trials are not always feasible. Evidence-based medicine also developed tools for assessing the quality of individual studies as well as the syntheses of studies. But what this approach ignores is there are many other forms of evidence that enter into decision-making processes and that should be considered. They incorporate individual and societal values as well as local context. What does this mean in the middle of a global pandemic. COVID-19 is being studied like no other disease in history. There are hundreds of papers published every day. Many are preprints, which means they're not yet peer reviewed. This is important as we can't wait for the months or years that peer review takes in many scientific journals. So it is a good thing that we have so many preprints, but what has not been good is that there has been intense public and media interest on individual studies, whether in preprints or in peer-reviewed journals. Some are later shown to be wrong. We've even had some very high-profile retractions from journals such as the New England Journal of Medicine and The Lancet. Others are very good signs, but don't necessarily address the right clinical question. For example, 
an excellent piece of work showed that virus samples can survive for several days on inanimate surfaces. But that study did not show whether transmission of disease could take place through those means. All of these individual studies, some not addressing the right clinical question, some that are later shown to be wrong, or some that are simply part of the normal process of science going back and forth, have been generating headlines. Normally, all of this would be done in the background in the course of academic activity. Now, this very gory process is being unveiled for everyone to see. So we need to bear in mind that the process of science is not simple and linear, that we need to have very broad definitions of what evidence should be, and that there is not a linear relationship that a single piece of research leads automatically to a new policy. I'm Vivek Goel. Until next time, stay safe.